Hello and welcome to the Ambitions Podcast. I'm Lizzie, today I'm joined by Paula and we're going to be talking about CVs. Happy New Year to you all, Happy New Year to you Paula. Happy New Year to you Lizzie. We see a lot of CVs every day as recruiters, the good, the bad and the ugly. So we're going to talk a little bit today about what we see that's good and what we see that's not so good. So do you want to kick us off Paula? Yes, yeah, I mean obviously with regards to um, the perfect CV. I think it's always good to make sure it's targeted to the right audience. So if it's for a particular job or for a particular um, group of um, specs, that kind of thing, um, it's really important to make sure it's it's channeled and it's accurate for the for the role you seek. Um, with regards to the ugly, um, there's lots of lots of common mistakes. I'm sure that we can cover that, mm-hmm. that would help um, our listeners. Um, review their current documents yeah definitely I think fundamentally for me it's about keeping it simple most of the time um, in terms of not going too out there with trying to do anything too crazy with the font and the layout and things I think generally recruiters are are looking to make their jobs uh, their jobs and their lives easier Mm -hmm. so they want to be able to quickly review a document um glassdoor say that recruiters spend seven seconds looking at a cv so they want to be able to quickly review a document um ascertain quite uh, easily if that candidate that they're looking at which might be the hundredth candidate that they've looked at that day mm-hmm. has got the necessary skills and attributes to do the job yeah i think you know um hirers have a wish list in their head that they want to tick off mm. um and if that cv hits that mark quite quickly they'll soon make their way to the yes pile and, and attract uh, an interview from it um you know it, for me obviously things like you know really out there fonts you know something that's quite scripty or not professional you know is a real turn off mm. and you know things like uh, colours, you know, I've seen red CVs, pink CVs, blue CVs, you know, mm. it, it, it's not the norm. Mm. And when you see it, yes, you do want to be able to catch someone's attention, but not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's about standing out for the right reasons. Yes, yeah. Um, and ultimately, your CV is a tool to sell yourself. Um, so it's important that it is the best it can possibly be, because at that stage, it might be the first time that a recruiter is becoming aware of you. I think your CV is a tool to sell yourself, so it's important that it's the best it can possibly be. Um, For recruiters, they're looking at your document, like you say, they want to know quickly if this person can um, do do the job, does it match the specification, how quickly can you grab that recruiter's attention? Yeah, I think, you know, if you're using the right terminology, you know, if you've got a job description that maybe is looking for uh, an administrator, for instance, that, that is proficient with Word or Excel, if you're using that terminology quite quickly, um, you're, you're already ticking those boxes in that hirer's, he- uh, in, in that hirer's mind. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're more likely to, to move you over to, to interview stage if they feel that, that all of the attributes are, are there quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, obviously with regards to, um, we, I mean, we see lots of common mistakes, we see lots of, of different things, you know, if you are looking at a, a role that's for a uh, graphic designer, for instance, you know, things like colour and, and graphics have their place, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good to not go too far with that to make sure that you're not trying to cram every, um, you know, skill that you have into that CV. Mm-hmm. Um, but equally, uh, you know, the commonplace CV where it's very professional, it's very um, 
probably conservative is also it's also got its place yeah absolutely i think I think what we like to see is is generally two pages. I think most people should be able to get their CV to two pages. Um, we see CVs where they go on to sort of five or six pages, and that is that is too long. You know, regardless of how long you've been in work, how much experience you've got, it goes back to tailoring that CV, doesn't it? And yeah. I think um, I think it's also important to make sure that it's running in chronological order. Yeah. You know, with the most recent job first. You know, again, hirers want to see that information quickly what's their most relevant recent experience mm. um so things like that you know obviously um we we all see education on there you know we see um possibly reams and reams of um of qualifications but are they relevant to the job that they that they seek yeah absolutely and i think a general a good general rule and with cvs it's important to remember that it's not there's not one size fits all so depending on your background and your experience and your industry um there's going to be different rules but we're talking generally here and i think I think the last three jobs, 10 years, mm-hmm. is about right for most people. Um, and I think education over employment, I don't know what you think, Paula, but for me, I think depending on if you're new to the career, um, you know, to, to the world of work, then I think obviously education might be your mm-hmm. up there first, you know, if you're a graduate, for example. Um, but, but I think after you've got some relevant experience, if you're applying for a job that's relevant, I would go with employment first, then education. But I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think, um, like you say, if, if um, a prerequisite for the role was, was a, um, a, a certain degree in a particular faculty, then absolutely I'd be suggesting that that needed to be, you know, somewhere quite prominent. Um, but equally, you know, if it is more... Uh, job-based experience that the hirer is looking for um, then that obviously needs to be somewhere uh, quite quite prominent as well. Mm. And what's your take on personal profiles because that's a really divisive subject actually. Mm. I like them Um I, I think they need to be relevant um, you know again if it's for a particular role mm. um, they need to be um, quite punchy mm-hmm. um, you know not using too much generalist speak yeah um, we see dynamic we see yeah you know, team player yeah I can work as a team and mm. or, or individually you see this on most people's CVs mm. um, at, at that level so it is important to make sure that you know if you are going to use a personal profile it's relevant yeah, absolutely. And another thing that, that I like to see, um, because it makes my life easier, is not too much block text. Mm-hmm. I think bullet points do the job quite nicely. Um, yeah. I don't know if you feel the it's same. It's easier for the reader. Uh, again, you know, things jump off the page. It, it's good to get that information processed quickly. If you're looking at a big block of text, you actually have to read it. And, and again, you know, mm-hmm. it it's, goes back to that seven seconds, you know, before somebody switches off. So. Yeah. Um, you, you only have so much time to make your impact. Yeah, and often if you're using the CV as an interview tool, it's much easier in an interview scenario to sort of look down and think, yes, I remember now quite quickly and clearly what that person's done in that role. So you can formulate your questions more um, to be more relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And speaking about the, the basics, I mean, one of the big, big things for me, one of my biggest turnoffs is spelling and grammar errors. Mm-hmm. Um, Get your out yeah, <laughs> definitely. I just think, you know, it's your CV. Not, I know that everyone's not, a, you know, not perfect. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. But in terms of having one document, one chance to impress, there is no more important time than to have triple checked it. 
Absolutely. And I think there's lots of common errors, you know, where you've got uh, there, there and there, yeah. uh, for instance, and um, it doesn't necessarily pick up on a on a spell check. So it's even more important to, to actually give it that proper read through, um, maybe get somebody else to yeah. cast their eye and proofread it for you, um, because they're likely to spot things that you wouldn't. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it, it's, you know, your, your hiring uh, manager is going to be looking at it and thinking, if that's what you're putting over to me, that's how you're going to communicate with my clients, you know, that that kind of thing and my stakeholders within my business. So yeah. it's, it's definitely critical. I think so. I just For me, it is just the biggest turn off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I would reject a CV mm-hmm. for certain roles. I mean, I can think of a, of a, a really uh, interesting, a funny example really is that a secretary had spelt the word secretary wrong. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's just an no absolute brainer. note, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or curriculum, when you recruiter, you know, yeah. spells curriculum wrong, you know, mm-hmm. that's a word you should see every day. That's a, you know, we see we see lots of, you know, very, very common spelling errors and, you know, there's there's really no excuse. Um, mm. I think it's so, so important to, to make make that CV count. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it leads on to um, things like uh, personal details. You know, if you are putting your uh, telephone number on there, it needs to be correct. You yeah. Know, people need to be able to get in touch with you. It's actually really surprising. I know some people listen to this or think no, but actually it's really surprising how often you mm. do see that, a digit missing, a wrong digit. Um, an email address, um, you know, with, with, with something, you know, not quite right. And, and actually, how do you expect people are going to contact you? And if you're not getting any calls, then, then you know, it's worth just checking. Mm-hmm. There's not really an obvious oversight. No, I think it's, um, it, you know, it's, it's obviously, again, it's a critical part of, of the recruitment process is making sure you're contactable. You know, can we get in touch with you for your interview? And again, if it's not correct, it's it's another red flag for me. Mm. I think another th- another interesting point that comes up more now about CVs, I think with data protection being such a hot topic, is is people are worried about sharing their personal details. And I think it's good to just for us just to uh, just to give it a quick mention, really, mm-hmm. in that uh, a lot of people choose not to put a full postal address on there mm-hmm. now. And I actually think that's fine. I think as long as you're going to put, say, where you are based mm-hmm. as a as a you know a city or a town, I think that's sufficient because that's sort of really what you need to know. I mean, maybe if you were somewhere like London you'd maybe want to be a bit more specific but um, you know generally speaking just the location because yeah, you're not writing to a candidate really in these days it's all done over email. Yeah and I think you know if you if we rewound about 10 years people were quite comfortable at putting mm. everything on there even down to national insurance mm. numbers. Which is not necessary at all and, yeah. Um, you know lots and lots of data on there mm. and, and I think you know the world we're in at the moment uh, you know absolutely it's it's wise to be yeah um, you know cautious with with things like that yeah well data i think has got the other implications in terms of um discrimination based on age mm-hmm. and and it's you know it's it's you know don't include your date of birth if you want to feel free but you know mm-hmm. you don't need to and a lot of people also choose to take off dates of education which again is also fine um and common practice these days mm-hmm. i find um, what's your take on on photos on CVs, Lizzie? <laughs> I think um, it's not traditional in in, in our in, in you know this country mm-hmm. to have a, a photo on CV. But I know if people recruit internationally or people um, from overseas, it is commonplace. So I think if initially when you first when we first started seeing it years ago, mm-hmm. we thought this is a bit strange. They've included a photo, mm-hmm. um, but it, you know it just doesn't happen in, mm-hmm. in England traditionally in, in recruitment that that we do. Um, but again, it does open up a, a, a bit of a can of worms in, t- in terms of, you know, could could uh, somebody make a judgment mm. either way yeah. um, based on how someone looks? Yeah, I think, I think what's important, if, if you're going to use it, it needs to be professional um, and it needs to not be your holiday snaps. 
Of course. Um, but I think, you know, as long as you're, if you are wanting to use one, that's fine. You know, it's fine. It's your document. Um, but again, it needs to be, like I say, professional and, and suitable for the role you seek. Yeah, absolutely. And if anyone's got any concerns about their CV, I mean, this is one of the huge benefits that by using uh, an agency going through a recruitment consultant, because whilst we're not CV writers, we see CVs all day, every day. So we know what makes a good CV. And we get the feedback from our clients. So we know, yeah. we, we know what, what is good and what isn't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely.